That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wint. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Uh, welcome to another episode of Bat Force Radio, the DC Batman podcast with no limits. And tonight we have a very special episode. Uh, we are going over our reactions, initial review, if you would, of the Ga- Gotham by Gaslight animated film, uh, which is produced by Warner Animation. But more important than that, we have a very, very special guest tonight. And uh, let's go around the roundtable first to let you know who that is exactly. From uh, Dallas, Texas, we got Grandpa Batman. Yeah. <laughs> He's enthralled. Uh, from uh, the uh, warm island of Canada, we have Robin D. Cross. From New York, we got the Bad Force Times. Fuck Ed. <laughs> I don't even know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Southern California, I am uh, Bad Force Tom. And coming from New York, the man, the myth, the legend. The cult of the Batman, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Culty, culty. I think I think with how much buildup you did there to the special guest, you might have led people to mistakenly believe you were talking about the trunklet. Oh my god, <laughs> the trunklet. <laughs> the trunklet has actually gone to a bi-monthly schedule. So sorry, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. I've seen the announcement by Jeff Johns on Twitter earlier, but uh, Trunkler's going. That's just so we can get more quality uh, content from him when he does come around. <clears throat> sorry about that. We'll, we'll jump to monthly as soon as we can, but um, you know, there's no guarantees on it. But uh, Cult, the people want to yes. know, man. Want to know how you've been? Where you've been? I've been hiding out, doing well. Uh, nice. Yeah, there's rumors about a return. Oh shit. Yeah, every, everybody has been asking, do you think he's coming back? Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's a rumor that cannot be confirmed or denied. But uh, Even by you. That, yeah, even by me. But, uh, but February 8th uh, is, is a date that cult started and cult ended. So uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, that's yeah. I saw I saw Warner Brothers. Uh, I saw the DC uh, DC films also had a certain date for that. So I I thought that was just a movie that was coming up. But holy shit, this is way bigger. All right, <laughs> <laughs> keep my ears peeled. Keep my ears peeled. Oh, man. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, all right, well, um, like we mentioned, we are going to get into uh, an overview slash uh, re- reaction. Is are we we're not doing spoilers here? Or are we doing spoilers? Well, I, I think we're going to keep hush on the identity of the killer until what? Until it's time? Hush until it's revealed in the story? <laughs> oh, dang it. Well, I think we should be respectful to, one, the people that haven't seen it, because the well, physical copy doesn't come out until, like, but, first but any, or second anyone, week of Anyone with a brain, though, isn't going to listen to an hour-long <laughs> podcast about a movie they haven't watched yet. 
Dude, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, you don't know. People I mean... listen to this, like, they just listen to it without, like, yeah. I think probably even seeing what the uh, description is. A lot, of, a lot of people say, you know, like, you put this up within a couple hours, there's 100 streams. and, and All they're uh, going to see is Cult of the something. They're like, I have to yeah, listen to this right now. When like, you, when so, you yeah, promote you know, it with I, Cult of the Batman, people just want to tune in to hear that. Lowest place. ratings ever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and as long as we say at the beginning, spoilers, spoilers, everything is getting spoiled. Okay. Well, we're, we're not going to spoil, I think, uh, the identity of one of the uh, individuals in the film. That's what I'm hearing, correct? We will keep that intact, which is fine. We'll have to uh, we'll have to just stop at that point of the film then. We can always do like a little. You can't you can't say much after that point. <laughs> yeah. Who is suddenly not involved in any other capacity? Yeah. Uh, you you can uh, we can have a part two also after we've already. Uh, or like you know at the beginning of another episode or whatever usually what happens any anyway we we usually spill over um, reactions with if whatever we're talking about so oh, but um, uh, okay so this came out digitally uh, the date was the twenty fourth was it or the twenty third possibly uh, even the twenty second Monday uh, January Monday or Tuesday yeah I think mm-hmm. isn't it Monday that stuff comes out digitally I think so mm-hmm. yeah Tuesday uh, it came out it, the twenty third on iTunes <clears throat> so Tuesday came out. Um, they're doing that lately where they're just doing like a digital first. Uh, I think when I saw it on, uh, uh, what is it? Amazon, it said, um, digital, I forgot what I mentioned. It's like sneak peek or early, early peak or something like that. But, uh, I guess it's kind of smart, um, because a lot of people who can't wait are going to buy it and watch it the first round. (laughs) Exactly. And then they're going to pre-order it and also get the physical copy. So it's smart on, uh, Warner brother animations, um, uh, you know, for them to do that. So, uh, I myself uh, had to jump on it because I, I love all the animated films, so uh, I grabbed it just because I know I'm probably going to watch it over and over again. And after watching it, I'm like, damn, that, I honestly did not think it was going to be as good as it was. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. that's my initial thought, but yeah. we can get into it. Did this have a um, did this have like a premiere at any of the cons? Um, was did did New York premiere it at all? I know I didn't hear about so. any events. They had that DC in DC event, um, mm. if not last week or the weekend before, and I know they showed it there, but I cannot remember if that was the premiere or not. But um, I, they should have blown this way more than they did because it was so good. I really did not expect it to be as as good as as this was. But and uh, even even if you had watched, it, uh, sorry, if you had read the book, you still didn't know what was coming in this because oh, yeah. it's a completely different story. And I actually really liked it about, I mean, there's going to be people, I think, who kind of go both ways. Some will think that they would have preferred them to do a closer adaptation. I personally love the fact that I didn't know what was going on because everything's, it's almost like everything's different in this. Mm. Uh, So I dug it. Um, What do you guys think? I loved it. Loved it. It defied, it defied my expectations. I mean, I've been asking for this movie for like five years now. And um, when I heard it was coming out. I immediately, you know, was was afraid of what I was going to see, but uh, watched it last night, and um, I think Batcrap gave it a, a nine out of ten, and I think that's what I give it as well. Um, I was really blown away by it, and I plan on buying the physical copy and watching it, you know, repeatedly. It was just so good. It was very different from the book, uh, surprisingly. So just great. It was great. I felt the same way. I, I always go into anything comic books, animation, movies, maybe not so much movie. I, I try to go in with not high expectations, not low either, but I just try to go in with an open mind and enjoy what I can out of everything because it's just like entertainment. And I was really surprised with this movie because of consistent tone. 
which was really I wasn't thrown off this time by like Bruce Tim or whatever whoever's the DC animation I felt like it was just a solid tonal wavelength a nice dark Victorian thriller mm-hmm. like in this Elseworlds story of Batman it, w- it was done nice I've been reading and hearing a couple of reviews about like s- some people are nitpicking about the animation saying some parts are lazy I thought the animation was fine I really enjoyed it, especially parts when you see like blimps in the skylines and stuff like that I, I didn't have any problem with the animation that that because that was one of the key factors for me because I'm a really visual person so initial response to it was like wow this was a damn good the first animated movie from DC coming out and it's already the, it's already dark, going to be darker than any of the 50 Marvel movies coming out in the theaters this year. So, and uh, yeah, I, I, I was, I was, I was really, really pleased with it. So that was, it was a good I, I guess I shouldn't be as surprised at how gruesome some of the stuff is, considering that um, it's been that way for a while for the Warner Brothers animation DC stuff. But uh, I always get surprised at like the stuff that they show and the things that they say in some of these yeah. films. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah. they show one person's like neck pretty much like hacked in one scene when like they're looking at a body and they're pulling back uh the sheet um yeah they show some uh, pretty graphic i mean they're not showing you like everything but um they're giving you an idea of like the aftermath or the middle of a murder you know like this, the knife kind of going up and down and blood kind of pulling and um it's definitely not for kids i would say yeah, yeah and the the you language adds to that too yeah 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 you know some language and you don't even have to see the murder happening like graphically to to really get it, it's pretty haunting in that sense with the screams and the knife and stuff like that. We definitely pushed the rated R button. So, uh, yeah. uh, who's the guy who voices Batman again in this one? Uh, that's Bruce He's Greenwood. Done it before, right? Yeah. Greenwood, right? I I love that guy. I'm so happy it wasn't Kevin Conroy. Like we all love Kevin Conroy. We, we grew up with him after school, going home to animated series when it first started. But but I, I feel like we needed a new voice for this one because it's Elseworlds as well. So you want it, mm-hmm. you know, you wanted to have it in another universe. Yeah, yeah, and, and that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, just like how they did use him for Dark Knight Returns, you know, because mm-hmm. this is a Batman. Different Batman. Yeah. He's RoboCop for Dark Knight. Returns. Yeah, he's RoboCop Batman. You're right, that one for sure. <laughs> this, well, it makes like sense that it's... they didn't use Conroy because I mean, like you said, it's an Elseworlds story. This is like you know in the 1800s. It's not the same world, and it would be kind of confusing if Conroy did it. I mean, it's kind of cool where they exactly, you know, yeah. they keep his integrity intact with you know the animated series, and then all the later, later uh, stuff that he's done too. So, and there there were some uh, there were some familiar actors, <clears throat> uh, Batman universe voice actors working in this, but playing different characters than we're used to. One of, one of the key things that stuck out with me in this movie was the fight scenes. Some of the best fight scenes I've ever seen in animated. Yeah, film. I agree. Like, I agree. They were they reminded me of like uh, Guy Ritchie's uh, Sherlock Holmes films almost. The the just the sort of rough like boxing aspect to it, just really brutal. Yeah. It was so yeah. good, so cool. Brutal, calculated, extended. Wasn't short. You know, they really got into it. They were really scrapping and. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they did for the animation for this one. But it looked a lot less like the other recent animated films and a lot more uh, in the tone, like the, the colors. Uh, it looked a lot more similar to the animated series. Mm. <laughs> it was really dark. Well, it had to be dark, didn't it? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And Gotham. Um, yeah, and what was... about uh, Alfred, uh, that voice actor, um, Anthony Head? Wasn't that the guy mm. that played Giles on Buffy? Indeed. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That that was a nice that was a nice casting. He did a great job. Love head. Yeah. Great, mm. great Alfred. Yeah. Could always yeah. go for some head. <laughs>
<laughs> no, the girl who voiced Selena. Oh, Deb uh, well, from that, yeah, Jennifer Carpenter. Except I don't know what the what the situation is if if she's not a strong singer. Uh, but they had um, Gray Delisle who played who voiced Catwoman for a long time. She actually voiced uh, Leslie Tompkins in this, but she oh, also yeah. performed that song. Huh. Hmm. Oh. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Robin, what are your thoughts on the uh, the singing number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, as I uh, I told a few of you uh, before we got on here, that was the one part that sort of took me out of the story. You know, it it, it didn't ruin it for me. You know, it it was forgivable, but just always been a thing that stuck for me is Bruce Tim seems to insist on having a musical number. For me, it just feels like a pause from the story. You know, like, okay, we're going to take a break from the story and have a song, and then we'll get back to things. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just sort of broke it up for me. It's like a built-in tinkle break. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, well, I, I didn't mind it because it wasn't as wedged or shoehorned in the way that musical number was in the Batman and Harley. wasn't nearly as long. Yeah, yeah that's really, true. It was short. Yeah, they, it was really bad. Yeah, they didn't do and, a, a full song, thankfully. Right. If you think about, like, the, the music and singing in Victorian times, there was very limited amount, amounts of uh, entertainment out there. There were books. Yeah. You know, there were plays. There was, so that something like that kind of brought a little humanity to Gotham because other than that, it was, like, pretty much a shithole with, like, a bunch shit of hole. gammon, orphan yeah. robins. Got them to shithole. <laughs> they, they, they didn't have any uh, free 99 for entertainment. <laughs> why, why, would we take, why would we take traveling singers here? Not like a shithole like Gotham. We're not Gotham. <laughs> that's, that, you know, that's one thing where at least, at least it made sense in the context of the film because they kind of explained that she's, uh, that's her trait and skill is performing right, and she's yeah, an actress yeah, yeah. and like back yeah. in that time like you say um there was no television there was no radio so the way that an entertainer and an actor no, performer no instagram you yeah know. the way that they were able to like make a living was traveling performing their skill <laughs> to a certain extent like I, I i was able to swallow the number a little bit easier knowing that okay that kind of did go down back then and they're showing how um you know the character is beloved by just strangers and people who are just kind of there and how she's very, you know, sensual, and uh, she uses right. it to her advantage and that kind of thing. Whereas in the in the Harley film, that's just a random bar, like a yeah. was it a karaoke bar? What was it even? I don't even know. But it's like it was like a saloon. Yeah, or and randomly, all these like low lifes just start breaking out into song and dance. It just didn't really kind of fit. But this one, at least, um, I was able to understand. It's taking place in a theater, and, and there's a context behind it. And I was like, all right, I, I'll take this one, Bruce Tim. But yeah, you're right. He is, um, like I said earlier, or off off the air, um, I think Bruce Tim is from like a generation that has this, um, like that has the, that sees musicals as a kind of like a charm, charming kind of thing. Because I know that there's a lot of people who really, they used to love all the musicals that would come out in film and television, and there's not that much anymore. There used to be all these specials. And now um, it's kind of coming back again in the mainstream. Um, but Bruce Timm's a dude that I think has always kind of like held that close to him. And uh, Deanie's a little the same way. Deanie likes some some older like uh, things from when like, he was a kid. You know, I think yeah. that's kind of what they allow to shine through. Even if you go back to uh, like Matt Asim and even some of the animated series episodes, you know, you, they were yeah. throwing songs in. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 I did like the fact that at least this one made sense, more sense, right, rather. So, yeah. Um, I also thought it was interesting that uh, no one had sex in this for once. Uh, well, what? They they sort of faked some. 
or did they cut away? Like, I, I, was it cutting away or something like? There, that? there was uh, you know, <coughs> pretending to uh, simulate. Yeah, Got you know, it. That, okay. that scene in the carriage. There was nobody. Uh, there was nobody who was like out of character, like having sex with another character that would normally like never have done it before, anything like that. Yeah. A lot, lot less. Uh, um, uh, controversy probably coming out of this one, but I did like there are certain phrases in this film that I did really hang to that I really appreciated they put in there because it's true. It's true. Uh, one of them being that you need to burn the sin away of a woman. Um, a, a, a woman's sin is the worst sin because it is sneaky and hidden. It's true. These are all true statements. These are all true statements. Nasty, nasty women. Grums, did you finish the movie? No. <laughs> Are you, you gonna go sit next to Gramps? <laughs> Everyone's pissed off. <laughs> uh, uh, no, nah, we're not doing spoilers anyway. We're just, we're just, we're just shooting the shit. Really, you, you like, came in the perfect time, dude. We were talking about nasty, nasty women. <laughs> but I thought that was really funny. It, you know, it's interesting because there's this like theme uh, right now on the Twitterverse of. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to label it or anything like that. But um, they're so like uh, it doesn't matter what Selena Kyle's in; they're gonna love it. So it's interesting to see how um, they'll take to this. When I, I've already oh, seen positive so, responses from people, yeah. but you you can't say if she's yeah, in it so. they'll love it. If she's in it, yeah. they'll gush about it. But they are also very likely to hate it and tear it apart and wish death on whoever created it. I haven't seen that. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I not, thought... not on not on this specifically, but on other things that Robin, they get excited about. Can we, can we please be clear. There's 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 blame on both sides. What about the alt right? Okay, <laughs> the alt right bad aficionados. Okay, the alt right. Yeah. So there's there's a like there's people who like you know bad cat fans or whatever that are cool and they you know we have some friends who are uh, in the cat force that are in that vein where for the most part they're cool and they're level-headed but then there's this like different group of like alt-right crazy like like violent verbally, verbally aggressive people who like want fucking tom king to die and he's <laughs> ruining their childhood and he's ruining the characters and all this stuff i'm interested to see how they're going to freak out about this or what they're going to pick yeah. apart about it um, yeah, they, yeah they, they will jump on this because in a week that tom king didn't have a book come out they decided to go after anyone who reads doomsday clock and doesn't think it's a horrible <laughs> injustice that, 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 that watchmen the characters terrible. are continuing without alan moore Make Alan Moore great yeah. again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a bunch of knuckle. What did you guys think about Selena's role in uh, Gotham by Gaslight? Loved um, it. Loved it. Perfect. Yeah, she was I perfect. thought she stole the show. Yeah, yeah they, I, I they like fit it. everyone in pretty perfectly, considering that the the original story had none of these characters in it. Yeah. But they yeah. recrafted the story in a way that brought in characters that you know, casual viewers would be familiar with and be able to enjoy this version of the story. Yeah, the beginning was very hard for me, but I'll get I'll get by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about yeah, that? that was tough. Yeah. Yeah, it was a tough That one. opening but, uh, was a shocker. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. I thought so. I mean yeah. I I didn't see it coming and I was like, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah that that, that happens. But you know what happens at nasty women, man, so <laughs> in a way I was sad, but at the same time I think it was justified. Oh. You know? <laughs> I'll say, um, as someone that hasn't seen the film, everything that you guys have said, and I appreciate you for not spoiling stuff just yet, but um, a long time, I, I wouldn't say ripperologist, there are people that 
seriously like devote a lot of time oh, to yeah. still trying to find new evidence for Jack the Ripper and people write books and stuff like that. But I mean, the the story of Jack the Ripper has always fascinated me. One, because it was, you know, never solved. And then it's almost become kind of like a folklore in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taken a life of its own with its own subculture and mystery about it. And, you know, the original uh, Gotham by Gaslight kind of wove two of my favorite things together, Batman plus Jack the Ripper. And then now it sounds like they've even just expanded that even more and and improved upon that, hopefully. So I'm really looking forward to, to watching this just based on what you guys are saying because the one thing that I, I don't like or not say that I don't, my only complaint about the Gotham by Gaslight story that it was so short. I, I really wished yeah. it had been like a much longer story. Yeah. But you know, it was just a one shot Elseworld story they thought, you know, when they, they first made it. And um, it was the first one, right? Yeah, the yeah, first the first like I guess official oh, wow. Elseworlds. Yeah. Was it I don't was it called Elseworlds when it first came out or was it afterwards? It was the kind of ex- called Elseworlds. Oh wow. No, see, legend has it that uh, Legends? They started El- they started Elseworlds because uh, they were embarrassed about Dark Knight Returns. That That's true. Like, That's what they said because Frank Miller took a lot of shit from the people at DC, like other creators and stuff that said they didn't like what he did with Batman. Yeah. And then wow. it started selling and it started outselling their shit. And they're like, oh, wait, maybe we're on to something. But then they, they didn't want to have a story about the end of Batman. So they just said, oh, yeah, this is in this imaginary Elseworlds. Yeah. yeah, it's a shame that Bat Knight. That it's a shame the Dark Knight Returns never really uh, took off or, or grasped on anything. You know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, you know, it would have been nice if it got to the point that they could have released, you know, about fifteen to twenty different versions of it. You know, I've got the uh, I've got the original first printing uh, of the book right in front of me, and it doesn't say Elseworlds, but what it says yeah. on the inside cover is um, Gotham by Gaslight: An Alternative History of the Batman. Ah. Alternative Ooh, fact. Alt- first printing, that's, 1989. Alternative world. That, that sounds even better. It almost sounds like it's it's legit. Yeah. Alternative history. It wasn't until after no. that was successful and they decided to keep doing it that they uh, started tagging things with uh, the Elseworlds. Yeah. Worlds. Then, yeah. And then they went nuts after a while, though, too. Like they just, Now it's going to be oh, considered yeah. multiverse. You know, now it's going to be legit and considered part of the multiverse instead of Elseworlds. So all those worlds are real. They're just in different multiverses. The real world. They'll make a movie or show. They'll make a well, show. What's, what's, nope. what's even better is that they're actually starting to come out with, like, merchandise about this story. They've got that big statue coming out this year. Oh, oh that's a is beauty. Is that Cold of the Bat Must? Yeah. That's a beauty. <laughs> oh, when he's, when he's perched on the... Uh... Oh, on the chimney? Oh, yeah, the yeah. cover of the book. Oh, so yeah. nice. Dude, what if they make a Mezco of that? Oh, take three that's, what I think that, that's what I think that <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be a Mezco this year. Well, <laughs> I, I think this That'd is... Sick. His, I think I think this is going to really blow up. People are already asking for more of this like Victorian era Gotham by Gaslight world because, no, one, I don't know if it was planned this way, but a lot of people noticed, myself included, that... This aired like around the same exact time that the Alienist aired on TNT, which is like a super highly anticipated, uh, like Jack the Ripper in oh that's in right New York Victorian ever show, which I so I don't know I don't know if that's coincidental or not, but that's that's quite interesting. I think it might set a tone for this like new interest in this in this I guess genre if you want to call it in uh, 
People always big on the Gotham by Gaslight stuff too. So like historical see, uh, historical crime drama. Yeah, I could see like them being maybe like a new mini or something coming up. I don't know. It's just really popular. Of the, or it of seems really popular. Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's, well, I've, yeah. well, the Victorian era in general. You know how many cities fucking and... people would get wet over that? Well, you know. What say you, Colt? It about? Well, you know what they, uh, DC should do is re-release um, Nosferatu, the Batman Nosferatu, and the Batman Houdini, and oh, yeah, um, yeah. you know. Yeah. I don't know if they would make a great graphic novel, but those two stories, you know, they're they're loose, uh, old copies, um, and they're fantastic. They're both really good. Were the, were those were Elseworlds? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, col- they collect the Elseworlds now in thick trades and volume. That's I know there's what two they should do. Already, so maybe that's what they're doing. I wish they were hardcover, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, I don't like that. Uh, they should have done a hardcover with a slipcase. Make it an absolute. I think, I think, uh, I think this one's going to go... Edition. I think this one will go over big enough, though, that they will probably have a, a good enough demand to animate Master of the Future, the sequel to Gotham by Gaslight. Right, right. Which, which I didn't love yeah. that, but I, I think it was the art I didn't like in that. But I liked you the know, story. I could see them doing, I could see them doing an ongoing, because they, they have Gotham City Garage, Bombshells. It's all like in the same like vein yeah. of alternative universes. It's that popular. This movie's getting a lot of good buzz. So yep. That's for sure. I, I bet sales will be good for it, too, once it releases on the... The Blu-ray format. Is anyone getting the collector's edition with the book that's coming out in uh, me? The, best the mini book. Me. Yeah. Me. Oh, the mini. Yeah. You can't yeah. get the mini. Looks nice. You guys get you can't that, get the mini anywhere else. Can you get oh, that? Shit. Like at the actual? I've never seen those at the store. I've only seen that. Like Legends usually like pre-orders it online. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's how I do it too. Yeah, you have to, you have to pre-order. Yeah. I never at the store. No, I, I, see, the, I see them here in Texas. Damn. Yeah, the mid the Midwest you could get them. Like the Midwest. All you know, <laughs> diggity. For some reason, they always stock them there. But like on the on the coasts, man, you forget don't have a it. Chance, yeah, dude. forget. Well, it. I think it's all about you know competition, and what I mean by that is that you've got you know much more people in a mm-hmm. small condensed area where you live. Mm-hmm. Here, yeah. I bet those. Uh, not so much. You're right, Gramps. It's all the coastal elites, all these west, all these leftist coastal elites, just driving in droves to Best Buy to buy their precious comic books. Can we just Disgusting. impeach you and just get it done? <laughs> <laughs> no, Tom. Actually, your your impression is dead on. I love it. I mean, <laughs> it's 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 no it's no Didio. But <laughs> all these people are saying they want to go through the gaslight ongoing. It's crazy. You know, you know how many projects we have going on right now? You want us to do another one? <laughs> who's going to draw it? Okay, who's going to write it? Okay, we have one guy who's already taken a, bi- a bi-monthly. Can you believe it? Bi-monthly book. What does that happen? <laughs> We're going to charge seven ninety nine per book, though. <laughs> who's going to buy it? It's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll tell you right now. got to add his little buddy, Jim. He's he's gonna yeah we just gonna hear one of these episodes one day and pull us from the fucking staff. No, dude. We, he, I hope it means I hope he comes on. God, that would be amazing. <laughs> well, and then you guys you guys have a, a back and forth <laughs> just like you know, that. I don't talk. You know, like, you know, it's a good impression. Have a tan like off. Get his wife to to judge who's the real Didio. <laughs> but uh, but going back to oh, what about the scores in uh, Gotham by Gaslight? What'd you think of that? The music was great. The sound themes, yeah. yeah. I thought so. Fitting for the time, I would say. Well, anyone else have issues with animation? I, no. I I loved how it looked. I did too. I don't know why some people thought it was. Oh, you I know what? what it, were, like, you lazy. know what it might have been is I think they tried to keep, you know, particularly the way Batman looked when he was in the bat suit. They kept a little of the Mignola flavor in mm. the way he looked, and I think 
Magnola has a very specific art style, and a lot of people don't like that because it's not traditional. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's one thing is that what I like about these animated movies that are directly related to comic stories is how they try to stay true to the the actual art. It's almost like the pages just come to life. I, I love that, actually. And, I mean, you're right. There's people divided over Magnola's art, but, you know, hey... He's a he's an icon, you know. Yeah, mm. I think the best uh, the best animated movies are when they do try to stay faithful to how the book looked. Like the the best part of the New Frontier animated movie was what that they used Darwin Cook's style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't they did Dark Knight Returns? They did too. Right? Dark Knight Returns, Year One. Year One was year amazing. One, year One. Yeah, and uh, and this movie is right up there with those. You know, I I put this on the same level as. Dark Knight Returns and Year One under the Red Hood. Every time Jack showed up, I thought that was pretty badass. He had a lot of presence. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he was just slash the Ripper, man. He was just slashing it up. Slashing. A lot of the good Rogues Gallery members were in it as well. Like when you go to the, the Asylum. Was it Arkham Asylum in this yes. film? Or was it yeah. called something else? Yeah, because yeah, there was that, was... that was a pretty... And they differentiated they, uh... between Blackgate, too. Exactly. Yes, they did, yeah. Because he was... I, I, liked, I also liked how... Um, not not spoiling too much, but they changed the mo of uh, the Ripper, of um of like tra- traditionally Jack the Ripper. He only killed uh, was it prostitutes, oh, right? Streetwalkers, yeah, yeah. Prostitutes, yeah. And this yeah. this one changed, it flips it on its ear, which I didn't yeah. see coming. I was oh that's kind of interesting, and then it, it makes you think even more. It's like where is this coming from? You know who is this guy? Yeah, that's true. You're just going after meme kids. I know. <laughs> one of my favorite moments was when Bats was on the motorcycle. That was oh, nice. uh, and it's a cool part because he sees, you know, something happens where he has to go somewhere, and the way it happens was pretty cool. So a lot, a lot of good moments. See, and there's a blimp in it, and that looked really awesome. That's kind of a little nod to um, animated yeah, BTS in my ways, yeah. and a good amount of rogues in it as well. Not all of them getting that much screen time, but you know enough where they they play their role for the story, which is pretty. Good. I lo- I love how they do. You know, I've I've always loved for Elseworlds and just um, alternative uh, alternative facts um, uh, storylines. How they've decided to kind of portray ca- like the big characters, the pack the pack of kids. I love that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was, was great. I love the pack it. of kids are great. Yeah, yeah. man, I, I love that 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 hey, whole thing. Oh, it was yeah. so good. Dude, the way they did it. <laughs> no, he's a sneak. He's a little snake thief, ain't Did anybody else? Uh, anybody else pick? Shut point up, out Jason. exactly who they were before they even uh, yep. named each yep. other. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that's yeah. that, that's that, that's that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, they, they they made it pretty clear. Oh, how like, am I forgetting this? They try to fight Batman. How am I forget? Okay, <laughs> with that, did you guys catch the '89 reference? No. What what was it? The pack of kids talk about Johnny Gobbs. Oh uh-huh. yeah. They you know what's funny what... when he when they said that name, I was trying to remember where I knew that name from. There you go. <laughs> the bat. Nice. Johnny Gobbs yeah. got ripped and walked off a roof, all right? Right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, dude, when I heard it, I was like, uh, I won't consider this too spoilery because it's not really a, a plot point, but it was really cool that they uh, uh, included Cyrus Gold in there, too, even just for a small part. Dude, yeah, but, there was a couple uh, of the, Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure everyone knows Cyrus Gold is later Solomon Grundy. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was at least two or three little uh, I know there was at least another really small like, little character mention I can't remember who it was at this point now, um, but in one scene it's like one scene that they're in I can't remember God I wish I remember anyways um, but yeah like I love the when the kids are introduced because 
it's like a nod plus a little 89 Easter egg wrapped in the same scene plus the uh, oh, man it was so good I was just like oh man okay I'm gonna love this because it's only like the first like 10 minutes I think right not even yeah it happens mm-hmm. pretty quickly yeah. yeah you know it reminds me a lot of uh, in the doom that came to Gotham they kind yeah. of did that yeah. same thing by introducing the, those kids and re- really uh, like um, pivotal moment in that story mm-hmm. so that was kind of yeah. cool so so one big complaint about the movie that that I've heard opening credit because they were talking about how good the Justice League Dark opening credit was but there was none for Gotham by Gaslight ah, was, yeah. was that true I don't wasn't it a cold it was like a cold open yeah it was just immediately just jumps yeah. into it yeah. yeah 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 I didn't I didn't even notice that What's yeah yeah that? I I sort of expected yeah, just... uh you know maybe uh, an intro we would get a, a look at the Ripper or something or a look at Batman and and then they would give us uh, yeah. an opening sequence. Thing. That's that's the one thing that um, I, I loved about the graphic novel uh, that they didn't really touch on at all is um, how they kind of year one it with uh, Bruce and introducing him, how he comes back into Gotham. <laughs> and uh, and also they kind of get just like year one, they give him a little little tiny um, origins and in, in that setting of, of the world. And then they show him like just finishing his training to come back to Gotham. And I can understand maybe why they wouldn't have done it because it's that it's kind of so saturated right now and in, in in general with everything all the different iterations that have come out recently that they're like we don't we can't do another fucking origins there's like already four in the last like five years so but uh, I really enjoyed the way that the graphic novel did that especially who is he talking to like when he's doing his training he's uh taking a, he's taking the ship back to Gotham. Oh, it's Freud. He's yeah, fucking he's talking to Freud. Yeah. Yeah, he's palling around with Sigmund Freud, like yeah, like yeah. getting trained in psychology. Yeah. So that's one thing that um I, I really loved about uh, the the book is that they really highlighted how you know he was dedicated to different art forms of you know whether it be like self defense, whether it's psychology, uh, whether it's like detective work. They kind of showed they didn't show it, but they alluded to the fact that he was finishing up his training and then kind of hopping back and doing what he's doing, but. I'm not not saying that it takes anything away from the 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 film. Um, I'm sure they were just running out of time and trying to figure out ideas to snip everything together. But what they didn't have from the graphic novel, they they had things that they didn't put in the that they didn't have in the book that made the movie that much better. I think. Right. Right. I agree. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. I I love it when you can enjoy uh, something for being completely different than what was originally influenced it. And this is like really cool. Like you got your book that you can read. That's a different story. And then you got your animated film that you can also enjoy. It's different um, that you don't have to pick apart and compare it. You know, it's its own thing and you can enjoy it for what it is. And we, and we get another action figure. Oh, are we? <laughs> yeah. DC multiverse uh, action figures that they announced. One what? Of, of uh, Gotham, I guess. Gotham, I guess. Yeah. Which ones? Yeah. I think it's a seven, one of seven inch by DC. What? What was it? That Bizarro? Oh, suit? yeah. You so guys you guys put this in the kick combo, didn't you? I am way behind. Like, like Trunkler would say, try to keep yeah, up. Try to babe. keep up there, babe. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, Tom. I mean, we talked about it ten fucking times already. Fuck That's sakes. That's interesting. The movie's coming out. They got that statue coming out. And they got the figure coming out. And uh, I hope it blows up because I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind an ongoing of this, man. Hell yeah! Shit. Like if they did Gotham City Garage, there's no oh, reason oh, they can't oh. do a Gotham by Gaslight. You yeah, know, absolutely. Well, have you been reading absolutely. Gotham City Garage, by the way? And I've been listening to Robin's uh, take on it on the on the stack episode, Highly which I tune into. It's very yeah. cool concept. <laughs> it's basically yeah, that's cool. it's basically the alt right version of Lex Luthor <laughs> going around and just taking out all these nasty women. <laughs> it's just hunting them down, putting them down. It's amazing. 
Fantastic, love it. Memorable moments, and that stuck out to you guys in uh, Gotham by Gaslight. His uh, well, grapple that, gun, yeah, that Rat was the cool. grapple yeah. gun was so damn cool. Yeah, yeah so they good. they really showed the there was a, a definite focus on how it worked. You yeah, know, the, yeah, on the the technology that was available. Kind of steampunky. Yeah. Was that pneumatic? Mm. Would that have been like a pneumatic uh, like system? Uh, I don't know what that word like means. He, uh, it, like, <laughs> it seemed like he loaded it, pulled something that loaded it with air. Yeah, compressed air. And then, to, and then was able to expel that again, you know, because like, he, like, yeah. he pulled something, you know, it seemed like it, it, that action loaded it with air. Right, right. That could then be used mm. to propel it back out. It was, in, it was interesting. Nice. All I know Very is I want, one. I want one of yeah. them. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Favorite moment of the movie was when they finally revealed that the Ripper was actually Jason Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that actually. Someone to say. All right, but to be fair, that was, that definitely was one of the best moments where you f- you find out who Jack the Ripper is, and uh, you're just like, oh yeah, shit. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Pores, pores. I was riveted. I was riveted by every moment of this movie, and a lot of times with the uh, at least with uh, that Batman and Harley like piece of crap <laughs> jesus man i had my hand down my pants i was like doing everything <laughs> movie. jesus i did too but for a different reason because <laughs> you were thinking about cult watching it <laughs> <laughs> yeah the rip apart was great that, that was a and it fit well too it worked and yeah. and, uh, like, uh, and they did a good job of weaving two different parts of the story you know two different scenes you know where the, it's being revealed here and at the same time, it's being revealed here. Yeah, yep. I like that. Tied those I like together. That. Yeah. Hmm. Well, my, I think one of my favorite parts has to be when you, you know, you see Celine in that nice Victorian dress with the tie and the, the shoulder pads, whatever. Oh. But on on her side belt, like she just drops that whip, boy. Yeah. And uh, the way she plans something out, you don't see it coming. You're like, oh. When her and yeah. Bruce are walking down the street side by side, OMG, that is my aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Did you guys been, ever watch that? Uh, fan film called ripper a batman film what no it's on youtube no. yeah it came out in like oh, yeah, they... 2016 it's getting some hits tonight oh boy yeah it's only it's only yeah. about like 24 25 minutes they actually put some time and and some money into it to make it you know seem and look authentic but i mean it is a fan film so but yeah there's Something on YouTube called uh, Ripper, a Batman fan film. Oh, you know, uh, was, that a, was your, that a crowdraiser, uh, crowdfunded thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, I remember, uh, yeah, I remember seeing that, like, the guy was asking for money a while back on um, Instagram, well, he was, I think. He was asking for money, Can't not for the film, this? but for, um, <laughs> Promotion? for a soundtrack. Oh, okay. They were going to make physical copies of the soundtrack for it. That's pretty oh, I don't know if that ever happened or not. But. Wow. Uh, to answer your question about the uh, screenplay, yeah. uh, this was uh, James Krieg. Okay. And uh, apparently he also wrote uh, the Batman Harley Quinn one, and he does Justice League action, things like that. So he's he's done quite a bit. He wrote Batman Harley Quinn as well? Yep. Jesus Christ. Wow. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> wow. uh, just, I'm just watching the trailer again for Gotham by Gaslight, and uh, just to remind me of the aesthetic, and I really have don't see what people are... For for any anybody who complains We're, about animation or lazy animation, I think that's absolute bullshit. I think these painted backgrounds or whatever they're... I think they're gorgeous, man. What were they crying about? Really well. Or where did you see them crying, that is? 
someone's I don't know some idiot critic I think was saying that they feel like the animation was a little lazy. I don't even see I don't even see it when I'm watching this at all. I, I, see, animation uh, was a little I heard that same I heard that same complaint about the trailer for Batman Ninja and that looked fantastic in the trailer. Yeah. Too. People just stupid. If you when you watch this movie they do a really good job at conveying like fog in the city and also the street lamps yes street lamps. Yep. Like if you pay attention it's it's really well done so, so those people complaining about they're fucking i think they're full of shit to be honest with you i think i honestly think they might just be looking for something to complain about at this point because uh because I, I think it's a solid animated film oh. maybe the most solid animated film we almost never got it's yeah it's they, they, ha they had to find something to complain about because remember tom king did not have a book out this week shout out to tom king and his uh, cornbread muffins and uh <laughs> Come on, Marvel. Send him a comp of his Vision hardcover. You, know, he, you guys lost him uh, like uh, going on two years ago, and you're still re-releasing his Vision book. Dude, that's so money, weird. You know? Send him a copy. That's so weird. I, that seems petty. That seems like Taylor Swift right there. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> not so. Since since he left, they released two volumes of his trade, uh, two volumes of trade paperback of his 12 issue Vision run. And then they just finished re-releasing every issue in an individual director's cut. And now they uh, released this deluxe edition hardcover. And they don't send Tom or Mitch Garrett's copies of it. That's on, crazy. Man. Tom Petty. And this one episode where I'm actually not the one taking digs at Marvel, but the other guys. <laughs> this is like, else, this is Elseworlds, man. <laughs> Any gripes for, for the film? Any little nitpicks at all? That has to be like maybe something you didn't like, or maybe my, not. It's, my my only thing that took me out of it at all was the music number, and aside from that, I had no complaint. Yeah, I would have to say the same thing. I didn't like the music number, and my only other gripe was when Jack was committing the murders. Um, instead of just the hack and whack style that he was using, which makes sense, I just wish they had gone into the medical aspect, like the dissection. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that yeah. would have been even creepier had they done that. Well, did they did they leave out? Did they leave out the mention of how he mailed he mailed like part of the organ in the letter? Was that not in the film? That that was that was it mentioned was. in the letter when Bruce was reading that letter. But then that was uh, that was all we heard of it. I think. Okay. Right. Right. That's pretty much it. You said there was a collector's edition with a book coming out for Best Buy or something. Yeah, Best Buy has that one. There's uh, a mini. There's a mini graphic novel. Best Buy is the, Best Buy has been doing that, yeah. where there's like mini graphic novel versions of the animated. So they come out with the animated film that comes with a mini graphic novel. Target has the Steel Book. That's their exclusive, I guess. But no figure this time around. I'm bummed about that. Why they they suck? They're like gumball machines. <laughs> like, why do you like? You know those? me and my tchotchkes, man. I love my tchotchkes. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? The little figures that came out with the Dark Knight Returns movie. You know yeah. how much those things are fucking worth? I, I, I was gonna say that. Yeah, I have mine. I've seen people paying through the nose for those on eBay. For the little ones. Yeah, the little yeah, Batman like two hundred dollars. Yeah. They're impossible to get. Oh, because they only, yeah. They only they only send like like twenty per store, and if if that, mm. so you the only way to get them really is if you pre-order them or if you buy them secondhand. And by the time they're Legends has a couple of them, I think. Mm. Yeah, I've had people try to buy them from me. I mean, yeah, I think I was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I was going to mention that wasn't particularly a gripe, just as much as it was a surprise, that also kind of threw me for who Jack might be was there's like two or three times when uh, he's fighting Batman specifically, but also there's times when he's uh, beating the fuck out of that nasty woman, Selena. Um, when he could, he had him beat. Like he had him, on, he had the drop on him and yeah. he was about to fucking off him. 
but you know somebody else comes in and helps out and it doesn't turn out that way so i was like holy shit like but at the same time the way they uh oh no but no this what's the time frame as far as how long batman's been active in the film do they mention that is it still early on for him because they're still uh, after him like criminal yeah yeah it sounds like he's sort of new and like it, he's just starting to become like this legend that there's this bat creature in the city so it's probably it, it maybe it might be like along the lines of a year one kind of timeline where it's his yeah. first year because um year one does a good job of letting letting you know it's like this guy goes out but he gets his ass kicked you know yeah, yeah. Uh, and this one i guess that makes a little more sense where uh this jack the ripper dude is like beating the fuck out of him like hand to hand so yeah, yeah. Uh, the the book does a, a really good job of establishing that he's just starting yeah yeah, you know, yeah, it shows yeah. him the, in the book. You see him come home, and the the suit is hanging there, ready. You know, for for him for when he was prepared to use it. I, I don't think I really had too much of a gripe with any of it because of I, I mainly liked most of what was in it, and um, I think this is perfect for animation because you're giving people something that, especially if these people like, there's a lot of kids out there who don't read the, the books or the or graphic novels and don't follow that. Um, they just kind of consume the movies and the TV shows, and that's fine. What's really good about this is that they're seeing something to them that's so fresh and brand new that it's really cool and interesting, and it's a completely different take that it's like uh, it's just completely different. And so I think that's why um, it's so good. That's why I loved it is because – We've had a bunch of different animated films with a bunch of different storylines, but this is the first one where they're doing like an Elseworld in a different time, and it just it worked. But I'm just kind of mad that Wonder Woman wasn't in it because I ship Wonder Bat, so you know. <laughs> Got them by Gaslight Batsuit in this oh, movie. It's so it cool in this. Well. It's cool. The eye, the yeah. eye piece, and everything look good. Like yeah, yeah. The, the bigger than the regular. I, I kind of, yeah. especially when you're seeing it move and the fight scenes. It looks badass. Uh, did you guys ever see the video? Uh, there's a video on YouTube of they had been working on a Gotham by Gaslight video game, oh, but yes. it was eventually, uh, you know, just scrapped. Oh, I that saw some. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looked really good. Yeah. So there's a lot. Of, so the fact that they were developing something like that shows that there's a lot of interest in this Gotham by Gaslight world or Elseworld or multiverse, whatever you want to call it. Hopefully, we'll get more out of it after they see how you know these movies are also taste testers, aren't they? To see what uh, how people react to certain aspects or what if you know, they visions of Batman <coughs> mythology. What if this is the version that Jake Gyllenhaal actually does? That'd be cool. Bunny. Frank. Yeah. Frank the Bunny. Frank, yeah, Frank the Bunny. Hey, did um, any of you guys ever read the, uh, it was like a one shot, uh, it was like um, Search for Ray Palmer, maybe like eight years ago, seven years ago? That's yeah, awesome. It was, it was uh, Gotham by Gaslight. During, yeah, they did those uh, one-off issues that were during yeah. Brightest Day. Yep, I had that mm. some year, years back. I got to re rebuy it now. I got rid of it. Yeah. You guys like uh, the old sideburns on Bruce? Oh, young Bruce. <laughs> he looked kind of rockabilly more than Victorian. Yeah. yeah sort of. Rockabilly. He was uh, ahead of his time. Yeah. 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 He looked good. So we need to do a quick rating system out of, uh, what do you want to do, out of five or out of ten? Five. We think we've been uh, doing five. Five, yeah. Five is kind of like that. Uh, I don't know. Curve, what do you get out of five? Uh, five um, out of, if we're going out of five, I'm going to give it a four and a half. Mm. Four and a half. Not bad. You don't like that musical piece. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that that doesn't take yeah. too much away, but uh, you know, it's it's hard to give something uh, perfect five. If, 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 we, were, it, huh? if we were talking out of uh, <laughs> ten, I was giving it. Enough. That's not bad. <laughs> Wait, what did what, what did you give Batman and Harley Quinn out of five? Oh, I was probably at like a two point five or something on that. 
Ooh, oh, wow. Shit, damn. One Chinese <laughs> coming there. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. Shit. Grubs, you, 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 did you, you watch like 10 minutes of it, you said, or something? Or? Uh, it was probably like a half hour. I mean, like I enjoyed it. So yeah. I didn't, so uh, how, how do you rate that half hour, man? You weren't yeah, grumping was, at all? No, I was just a little bit. I mean, one little thing. But I, I obviously, I didn't see the whole movie. So I, can't, <laughs> the, the I was like, how, this guy's, you know, running around with horses and shit. And he's got a grapple gun off. <laughs> but uh, no, I thought that, like, the, the voice acting was good. And uh, the animation, I didn't have any problem with the animation. It, it, it looked like it was really well made, you know. Yeah, I caught uh, what's yeah. her name's voice in there, the, the Harley Quinn voice actress. She was in there. Yeah, um, yeah Sarah Strong. Yep. Who was she? Yeah, she was that old lady. Oh, that old bitch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dusty old bitch. I, nah, I don't have a rating, though. No rating. Yeah. I can't rate it. Oh, it's incomplete. To be, TBD. TBD. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Grumps, you're going to finish it tonight? What's that? Oh, no, no. I'm going to get the. I got to pick one of these DVDs to get. I don't know. The book, yeah, Steel Case. That Steel Book. Steel Book is nice. <laughs> steel It's a, it's a oh, the graphic novel, but the ends are in steel. <laughs> Tom, how many In N Out rappers out of five? Ooh, um, the cheese. I think right now my golden, uh, my golden animated. Uh, I think um, Dark Knight Returns is probably a five as far as animated films, and then my second favorite would probably have to be Flashpoint, and I think those That's are both fives. This one's up there though, man, because I really just like the the setting of everything, the the whole concept of the timeline and and how different it is. I have to say it like four point seven five. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much there. What about Justice League Dark? Did you ever rate Justice League Dark? I don't remember if I did rate it. I loved it too. Um, I liked it a lot, yeah, a but I, I think that those are like my top two: is uh, Dark Knight Returns and um, yeah. the way that they did uh, Flashpoint. Yeah. I like this one better than than Dark Side, or I'm sorry, than um, um, than Justice League Dark. Um, so this is, man, this is probably like my maybe my number three favorite so far. I really, really like. I, another thing too is I didn't I. Didn't, I'd really like the voice actress for Selena. That yeah, actress really in general good. does not get enough like work. She was great mm, in yeah. Dexter. And uh, yeah, dude, I love her. And uh, it's funny because I forgot that it was her in the opening parts of this movie because she does such a good job of not sounding like herself. She She's like really acting as a different character. And it's like, oh, damn, like I could barely tell that it's her voice, but it totally is. Great job. So I, yeah, oh, I, I loved it. Great movie. The Four point of that, Ed. I uh, I'd probably have to go with uh, with Robin on that and give it a four point five. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good cult rating. Yeah, or nine or nine out of ten if you did the, the you know the ten nine scale. Nine you, do you? Yeah, I'm up, I'm there too with you. I, I give it the same thing. It's gonna have great replay value. Mm-hmm. It's um it's just a really it's gonna look good on a big screen. It's a uh, good aesthetic if you're into that sort of thing. Like I I forgot that I won tickets to this quote unquote premiere. Yeah. Yeah. You gonna streak it? <laughs> <laughs> right, up, right up to the front. Oh, <laughs> and then, then you gotta do the Tito voice. <laughs> Why have we never got a, a black and white statue of this gas, Gotham by Gaslight? Good question. There's so much they haven't done. <laughs> well, well, we're getting a nice big color statue of it now, so I'll take that. Hey, <laughs> that's good. that's know, a beauty, like, that thing. Yeah. 12 inches. Is that, is that a... I think they could make a killing if they took some of the duo statues they've done like the batman catwoman kiss statue the joker harley statue 
release those as black and whites. Those would yeah. sell like shit. Mm. We need we need some more Batman Year One Hundred stuff too. Oh mm. yeah, a movie. About approved movie. Yeah, yes, I mean, please. Oh, your Gramps, are you are you excited now about watching Gotham by Gaslight? Oh, definitely. I mean, like I said, I I love the book, and it kind of fits right into my my lane of you know where it fits between Batman but also horror. So that. <laughs> you know, even though it's an animated movie, it, there's it's horrors in this. Yeah, there there are horrors in this. You're right. <laughs> oh horror, horror. Oh, oh. Thought, yeah. Dude, I thought he said horror. <laughs> my mistake. My mistake. It's, it's pretty funny because really this, there my are interest a lot of horrors. horrors. <laughs> a lot of press. <laughs> <laughs> between Batman and whore. I'm real big on whores. So. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm thinking, like, how did he know prostitutes were in it? Because there are. Let's like, <laughs> well, so Jack the Ripper killed, but that's mean, poor. <laughs> you don't like this one, man. Oh, man, that was good. So it suddenly sounded like, uh, sounded like Danny DeVito from Always Sunny. I like to bang a lot of fools. <laughs> I got a weakness for fools. <laughs> hey, gang, what's the action? Um, Thunder gun. <laughs> so, Shit. to our listeners, go watch Gotham by Gaslight, the animated movie that just came out digitally or on Blu-ray, I think, February 6th? Yes. I think 6th, yes. yeah. yeah. I believe so. It's worth every penny, worth every minute of your time. That is cult of the bad approval. Yes. Oh shit! And it'd be interesting to see what your re- what all, everyone's reaction is when they find out who Jack the Ripper is, because I thought it was pretty oh, cool damn. when he did it. So yeah, don't, but don't overthink it. Just go in and enjoy it. Don't overthink it. Just like you know, yeah, just just take it all in. Yeah. Um. Thank you guys for listening in. And uh, I got a question for you, Robin. Or do you have a question for us? I do, as a matter of fact. Thank you for checking. Uh. It's really been on my mind lately. Uh, where the fuck is the trunkler? <laughs> I think Post Wes up. was on duty that day. Oh, diggity. Oh, diggity. My shop do me for yeah. free. I was, oh, man, yeah. I got it for 10 cents, man. I forgot why he was like, the next week, he was like, I got that same thing on eBay for five bucks. No one was kept, no one was betting on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found five more. The, my, my shop owner found five in his closet, and he paid me twenty bucks to take them. <laughs> oh, man. He gave, then he got me that Jason Bourne reborn freak man. Oh, shit, man, I got. Like and then and then and then John stole them. <laughs> <laughs> bought some bought some coke. Oh, you know? I guess the world comes up even Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard him say those words, but somehow that sounds just like he would say them. <laughs> I lost my mama buy me five more. Shit. <laughs> but, uh, oh, what's that? You got you guys you guys think you might want to kick me out? Hold on, let me get my mom. She's gonna oh send you a real nice email and God. ask you Hey Gotham Dwellers. Make sure to stop everything right now and subscribe to Bat Force Radio. We can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't miss out. Guaranteed to satisfy all of your Batman and DC needs.